Well, but, surely there isn't menthol in the tropical one. That one's more citrus. Know. Wake you up. Citrus can help with, I want to say can help with like memory and attention. Whereas the menthols, you know, just like Vicks Vapor Rub. And we were talking about this, Daniel, like Vicks Vapor Rub, you know, as long as you're not like having it stick to your mucous membranes, smelling it that close is great. But yeah, Vicks is kind of like old lady, right? right? You think of grandma stuff, the Vicks that's been in your grandma's cabinet for 20 years. And you're <laughs> not even sure like you should put it on your skin, but you're going to anyway, because grandma's going to do it. it. <laughs> you have to. Uh, yeah, that was a tangent, but interesting that they're trying to take the same concept. And I mean, it's a similar product to what you said other brands are doing or offering, but making it younger yeah. and fresh. This is the Customer Acquisition Show, the podcast that helps you turn complete strangers into repeat customers and grow your business. Well, I'm Tom Harris, VP of Marketing, and I'm joined by my team, Lynn and Daniel. Welcome How's back. How's it going? Good. <laughs> Is everybody all ready for Halloween? More or less. We ready have some enough. candy left. <laughs> From last year? You're giving away last year's candy? <laughs> We're still working it off. We have not we have bought any candy. <laughs> you, you already filtered out the candy that your kids have gotten. No, they give, away, give away the stuff they didn't want. We have a bag of, uh, uh, oh, what are those little uh, malt balls? Whoppers? Whoppers. We have a whole grocery bag of Whoppers. Do you not like them? <laughs> no. Do you want my address? Yes. <laughs> I'll ship you some. Yeah, Whoppers and Rolos we have left. Oh, how do you not like those? Do you guys have thrifty, like thrifty ice cream? No. No. Um, it must be a Southern California thing. But I think they have a chocolate malted crunch ice cream, which is basically little Whopper balls and chocolate ice cream. And it's the best ice cream in the history of the world. Oh, man. <laughs> so what's, what's funny is, Tom, you know, my dad's from out around L.A. And growing up, I would argue one of his top three candies was always Whoppers. Yeah. So I wonder if that's Southern California delicacy of sorts. It gets into the whole Red Vines versus Twizzler debate, East Coast and West Coast. Oh, which which coast is like which? Yeah. Twizzlers, as I understand, are East Coast because they're terrible. And Red Vines are delicious <laughs> and from the West Coast. Interesting. We have both here. But my parents only ever bought Twizzlers, but we're from the East Coast, so that tracks. I'm in Oklahoma, and I think I'd eat whichever is in front of me. <laughs> but that, that They're red. They're sugar. In the country, yeah. so it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take both. I will sure. say, the texture of red vines is easier to eat, for it's sure. Softer. It's a little right. more enjoyable. Yeah. Twizzlers, <laughs> if they get old or like if they get cold at all, they're going to break a tooth. It's like wax. Yeah. Red vines are like wax. Twizzlers are like plastic. Yeah. It's like eating a real candle versus eating a fake candle is what you're saying. Yeah. Or eating Which candy. we're all experienced. <laughs> I mean, it's like candy corn. Are you revealing personal secrets? Daniel? Yeah. I like eating candles, guys. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's like when I used to have braces, I had to put the wax on my. Yeah. And you kind of clump up and you just kind of chew it like gum. I don't know that anybody else did that. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the wax though. Nice. All right. So today we thought we'd do an episode where we just have some fun and some funnel fun. So being customer acquisition show, we wanted to go through a few different brands that we've noticed and look at their ad library, which is often the first touch with a brand and a potential customer and go through their ad library, see what we like, don't like, and then take that down through the funnel, make some suggestions, call out some wins and hopefully argue a little bit. Not us. 
not us. All right, Vitruvian. This is a device I've seen quite a bit, mostly in my yeah. feed. And it is an electromagnetic weightlifting machine. Oh, the name is catchy with the like Vitruvian man kind of thing. Yeah, yeah they're definitely cool. playing in this same space of like Peloton, Bergata rowers, at-home fitness that doesn't take up much yeah. space and uses technology in a way where they can charge you month over month. Right. You could do their workouts, but you pay a subscription mm. yeah. to get it sort of thing. And this is a hard space. As you said, there are a lot of competitors that have been around for a long time, a lot of options. So how yeah. are they doing with differentiation, standing out in their creative? Well, let's go back to the ad library, Daniel, and kind of go through it a little bit. I think they're, at this point, mostly UGC. That's what it looked like. Which is kind of, I think, a smart move in this space when you have, I think, Tonal is maybe their biggest competitor. Yeah. Especially if you have people, like, oftentimes these companies have used people who were essentially fitness models or models, which made it hard to be believable. So using real people who have gotten fit or stay fit using their product would be a win. Yeah, they're definitely big. Their influencers tend to be heavier in the CrossFit niche. Yeah. To be fair, they also have quite a few of fitness models. Mm-hmm. Like, There's definitely two different audiences there, kind of the younger female fitness model and then the hardcore lifter getting into the CrossFit and power lifter. Mm-hmm. But both of those would invest in, would invest and does it work? It looks like they're like, oh, wow, it works. I think it's mm-hmm. one of the hardest things for them is showing that it works. Yeah. Because there is no way to demonstrate how much weight is actually being lifted. If you were to have barbells, you'd be able to see how much weight is loaded on the barbell. Right. Here, you can still see people struggling, but it's like, are they real? Are they acting? I don't know right. how to get around that. So the influencers would help them, yeah. you know, that community's trust to say, oh, wow, I can really feel this. Because there's a of a reception, at least my perception is that like cables and stuff like that just isn't as good of a workout. And that this at-home stuff is for people who don't work out. That whole concept of you buy it and it stays in the corner as a coat rack. So... It's smart. I think the one thing they do well, though, is showing just jacked people struggling. Yeah. To your point, you can't really show it. Mm -hmm. But when you see somebody in a CrossFit gym, clearly they work out. Right. So this isn't for beginners. The ideal avatar is not beginners. Correct. They're talking about insane workouts. They're featuring very fit people. Yeah. Do do the guy at the red shoes. Right here? Yeah. So this is, I think, a former CrossFit Games winner. And pretty well known in CrossFit. I mean, he looks like he's struggling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that shows the safety though, right? Like you don't have to have weights dropping on you. You can literally just get out of it and let go. Right. I like their copy to go along with it. Athlete defeated. The stronger you are, the more force you receive. I suspect for some of their ICP, there's always this question of like, how much weight does it put on me? Right. Can it actually handle my strength and where I'm at at my fitness journey? I do think they do a good job of showing a mix of people in their ads and probably on their site. If you click through a link on one of those ads, what happens? Let's see. Learn more. Ah, so it's homepage. So it's not like a targeted segmented page. Ooh. That would be, I think, a win for them if they could do that. Narrow it down to their different avatars, maybe even feature some of these influencers that are in their ads, just to have that congruence. Is that Red Shoe Do? Yeah, Red Shoe Do. Yeah. <laughs> Red Shoe Do. That's him. Yeah, Sam, Sam I understand down. what you're saying. Yeah. 
if they could have built a page around him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even just featuring him at the top. Yeah, I mean, that's probably two different landing pages, right? There's the Sam Dancer influencer page and then the hardcore yeah. male CrossFit landing page. Yeah. And really, if they've done their ICP research well enough, they should know what the main questions people in that niche have for them. Yeah, just yeah. And they could go right to learn more or purchase or something or whatever the initial offer is, get the app or something, have questions and proof and all the offerings down the page above the full call to action being tailored to that avatar. Yeah. Potentially a third avatar here with like the small business owner, create yeah. your own gym. It would be cool for like business gyms and things like that. Yeah. I want to get one for my business gym, aka house. <laughs> <laughs> Tier 11 satellite gym, you know? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> this is interesting, though. The one big difference that I see is their platform is based on being on the floor. A lot of these other ones, like Tonal or, you know, Lululemon has their mirror, mirror one. Yeah. They're all wall mounted. So you're working off of a wall. So this one's interesting because while those have to be mounted to a wall somewhere, this one seems more portable shove it under the bed, whatever, whatever you need to do. And honestly, that's more appealing to me than something mounted on the wall. Yeah. Well, if you consider that more and more, I'm going to speak for millennials here, more and more millennials are renting. Yeah. You can't always put something on the wall, especially not something that's going to be weight bearing or is just that heavy. You just can't do it. So having something on the floor means you can take it with you. It means you're not going to mess anything up. I find it interesting that they do have all these different avatars that could potentially be explored with advertising and outreach, look like even some B2B there. So this is an interesting choice, Tom. Yeah. They have a lot of potential. (laughs) I was intrigued because this one where you're talking about how you could tuck it away under a bed or something, but this is the first one I've seen that mentions anything close to that, like make space for our digital gym. Just over one meter is enough to store 440 pounds. So yeah. See a lot of short form copy with these guys. So these are all mostly all UGC. We're assuming that these are probably a little bit more in the can, people are already aware phase. I would assume so. Here it, it, yeah, most of it's to a sophisticated audience. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a bit more like that YouTube influencer fitness model style. At the heavier end of a fitness model in terms of muscle development, but yeah. I think I'd like to see, I do like the specifics of the money and whatnot. Although purchase with a firm, you've got to have really good credit for them. So that's not as great of a draw as it sounds. It'd be cool to see people tucking it away. Like infomercials used to do that. Yeah. Here's how it'll talk. It'll still work if you put it on its side and put it in a closet. I'd like to see some of that. That'd be a really interesting marketing strategy. Shoot an infomercial for it. Legit old school. Is it yeah. Billy Blaine? Put it on the landing page. Little Tony yeah. Gazelle action. Yeah. And you could test it even buying cheap ad space on local in local markets potentially, but really set over the top kind of Hulu advertising, but just use that as Ooh, yeah. a long form ad. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the first one. I mean, this could still very well be UGC and just somebody who has a little more production value. But this is the first one that I've seen that isn't full on UGC. It's mm-hmm. also longer copy. I think there's probably an interesting thing also for them being kind of on the tail end. I mean, past COVID really, but on the tail end of at-home fitness of talking about how they're here for the long run. And really, because it does require internet connection and servers to use, build the confidence that if you're going to drop whatever it is, like 2,500 bucks on this, it is going to be around for a long time. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Any other thoughts on this? So we say good use of UGC, potentially some other more narrow advertising for specific problems. And then yeah, landing pages and product pages. Landing pages. Yeah. The one thing I would say is they've got a lot of UGC, but there's not much. This one's the first one that I've really noticed where it's somebody talking about it versus demonstrating. So you have a lot of good demonstration UGC content but not a lot of speaking testimonial type content coming from creators. You obviously get like sound bites here and there where they're struggling to lift and they're like, oh man, that sucked or whatever it might be. But you don't have a lot speaking to the product, the company. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that in this market is as important as it might be with something like all natural cleaning solution or whatever it might be where you have a lot of reasons why you might be choosing something, whether that be like health or you have kids in the house or something. But it It seems like they have a ton of UGC and not a lot of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier, I think seeing stuff like it getting tucked under a bed or... Mm -hmm. Or even a full workout. workout. Yeah. Can we see like all the different exercises you can do like in a rapid succession as opposed to 40 seconds of the same lift. Yeah. And there's not much showing a full workout. There's not much here that mentions anything about it being a subscription service. There was just the one where you pay for uh, however much a month to get access to it. But they have classes and all that, but you don't see any of that here. I feel like this is one of those cases where they heard UGC works and then they just did UGC. Yeah. Which fair enough. Yeah. But would you say that is misleading at all? What do you mean? Because they I don't, don't I mean, their class? You don't mention it. Yeah. Because you may be thinking like, great, I'm just getting a product that I can work out on and tuck away when I'm done. And I'm sure maybe you can work out on it without having to take the classes or whatever. But there should probably be a, a UGC or some kind of ad that actually explains how it works. Maybe a retargeting ad. Yeah. Right, that kind of addresses some of those maybe go to questions or objections. Yeah. Go to what? Maybe it's app. Yeah. The fact that we can't tell in a minute is an issue. Well, and I think it's more the question of like, there are competitors. So I have a small understanding of how some of the competitors stuff works. So I want to know how this compares to that. So do I have to pay to get access to workouts or... Oh, wait, wait, wait. They have people like trainers, these people that we're supposed to know. They should be featured in ads. Expert coaching. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like Peloton. They have instructors and stuff. I don't know that these are anybody. No offense to these people. (laughs) Well, I think this is also... They're coaches, you know. If we're doing like ICP-specific landing pages, you'd want to have ICP-specific workouts that are showcased there. I think probably one of the bigger things going into it for a CrossFit, like, can I do CrossFit workouts here? Or if they go to a bodybuilding landing page, will you give me specific plans for optimizing certain parts of the body to build? Right. Right. Because they definitely have all the science behind the different training methodologies for achieving the goals. It's too many different people and not narrowed in for specific workout methodologies. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. Only 3,000. We get three months all access. Oh, that makes it worth it. I don't mean to stay on this one forever. What would life cycle marketing look like here after somebody's bought? That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, it'd be community membership. I mean, if it's working and the exercises are good and there's community and people keep paying, it'd probably be more accessories. The thing is, you look at the accessories they sell here. I would be curious how you're proving the value of this versus 
I'm going to go up and I'm going to spend the three grand just for this. I'm not going to pay 300 for whatever you're trying to charge me. I'm going to go on Amazon and just see what I can find. You know what I mean? They have so, connectors. Oh, do they? Yeah. Probably. They do. Interesting. Phone I still feel like I could make it work. <laughs> I would rig something up and then probably have a lawsuit on my hands. Knowing me, not me and them, but me and whoever wanted to try my machine. There's probably some competitions maybe you can build into the like, yeah. calendar. Yeah. You could even buy lifetime access. So let's say I go in here, I pay for everything. I get the pro kit, I get the product, I get the phone stand, I buy lifetime access. You're going to what, maybe 5000 right max as a part value. What am I going to be sold later on at that point? Right. I mean, that might be the max lifetime value at this point. Could be. And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Business, right? Yeah. There's partnership opportunities with workout drinks and proteins potentially. Or mm-hmm. I'm not sure creating their Supplements, own brand. nutrition. They could offer nutrition coaching. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this one was mine. If you can't tell, I'm slightly congested right now. So this actually stemmed from a conversation with my wife of me recalling a product that is a nasal inhaler. Uh, and I couldn't remember the name, but I knew it existed because I had been served ads. So this is Boom Boom Naturals. And their whole thing is it's just like an essential oil nasal inhaler that's supposed to clear up sinuses. But they also boast helps improve focus and a few other things. The one thing that Lynn and I were looking at this earlier that we found interesting, or I probably found it more interesting because I remember getting served ads, is that they don't have much in their ads library right now. Yeah. It's launched in August. So, you know, they've been going two months according to this. But I was telling Lynn, I'm pretty sure I was served ads by them a year or so ago. And they've been around since 2008. So 2008. And then I think 2017 was like one of their big first launches of a product and they were on Shark Tank and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, I expected more ads out of this. So I don't know. I tried digging around a little and didn't find more. But They also lean heavily into UGC. The one thing that's interesting Mm -hmm. about their UGC is it's like man on the street interview type UGC. So they're just walking around shopping malls or whatever it might be. I see a UCLA sign. They're out west of LA, out past Calabasas or something. But this is kind of their style is man on the street interviews. They got their little tiny mic. Really authentic. So can you guys hear audio? No. Her face. That's amazing. I like the total Gen Z microphone. The tiny mic. <laughs> so that's their style, though, is they just go around talking to people. They've got some mashups. I wonder if that's their avatar. That's like what it identify. appears to be. But Tom, you might be able to answer this. Is this UCLA's campus? It looks like it. That's what I was curious about. The other girl had a UC Irvine shirt on. Okay. There's that's UCLA good. banners. Interesting. So yeah, this is interesting to me because... Ooh, that's weird. Oh, my... Like it's going to your nose, but it tastes like. Well, so they're flavored, which confuses me because I'm pretty sure they're heavy on menthol, eucalyptus. Right. It's interesting where their flavors. Like they have a tropical one. And the idea of menthol and tropical in the same like scent or taste weirds me out. Well, surely there isn't menthol in the tropical one. That one's more citrus. 
wake you up. Citrus can help with, I want to say can help with like memory and attention. Whereas the menthols, you know, just like Vicks Vapor Rub. And we were talking about this, Daniel, like Vicks Vapor Rub, you know, as long as you're not like having it stick to your mucous membranes, smelling it that close is great. But yeah, Vicks is kind of like old lady, right? right? You think of grandma stuff, the Vicks that's been in your grandma's cabinet for 20 years and you're yep. not even sure like you should put it on your skin, but you're going to anyway because grandma's going to do it. Do it. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a tangent, but interesting that they're trying to take the same concept. And I mean, it's a similar product to what you said other brands are doing or offering, but making it younger yeah. and fresh. And that's the thing is we were talking VIX. You could get off-brand versions at Walgreens or CVS. VIX has their, I think it's called like Vapo Inhaler is their version. And, you know, it's standard VIX menthol but it looks exactly like this product. Just a little stick you put at the tip of your nose, inhale, clears you up. But yeah, Boom Boom definitely leans heavily, at least from what we could see here, into Gen Z, younger millennial sort of style. So it's very interesting. Wagmans, is that a store out there, Tom? No, I think it's in the South. Interesting. But yes, there's a point I was going to make is because they're split between retail and online, they probably could do quite a bit more and like, brand advertising, brand yeah. activation. But here's the thing is, I, as I was saying, I remembered them. I didn't quite remember the name, but I remembered the look. I knew it, like once I saw it in a search, I just Googled nasal inhaler. Once I saw the image pop up, I was like, that was the one. <laughs> and started clicking through because I remembered it from however long ago it was. I know it wasn't two months ago. So they've done some stuff before and I could not find it, which was interesting to me. So they must have some kind of ad library shakeup. But this is the mental space. What they call that mental inventory. They were sitting in your mental inventory. And they're one of those products to that point. Like, I'm not going to think about them until my nose is clogged up. There was something that I could stick up my nose that would clear this out, right? And just start Googling. (laughs) It's a very interesting one. And then you get to their page and it's kind of, typical if you're sending somebody to a store like this you really want to show them the product in a way that will stick in their head when they're looking for it in the store because right now that's true i would have a hard time going to recognize this inside of wegman this doesn't look like that's like the inside yeah this is what you need to see yeah so that's a good point let me click through one of these ads up here see where it takes us okay so this takes us to a product page nasal automatically to a variety pack Picked probably the one with the highest cart value. Right. I would assume so. Buy with Prime. So you get a three pack of one flavor for 20 or a four pack for 25. Mm-hmm. Buy with Prime. I did click through around this. I've actually did got it, it open. It's the same price, same shipping, and you can get free shipping through their site. So I found that interesting because I think a lot of people's natural tendency is they would go here and be like, let me see if I can find that on Amazon, find it somewhere cheaper, find a good deal. I wonder why they aren't discounting it just slightly on their site to incentivize direct orders. Usually you want direct orders because you're going to make more money. So I wonder if there's a specific play why they would price match. Yeah, because if I have Prime, it's getting here tomorrow. I would assume because I added it to cart and stuff and went through and looked and you could pay $8 shipping fees to get three day shipping from the site. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to go to prime. So I don't know, maybe that's a move on their part that they want it to go through Amazon. I don't know why. Reviews probably. It's totally an Amazon product. This is a hard product to buy e-commerce. It's just not expensive enough. It's probably too much work for them to pick and pack and ship. 
that could be. You were saying that they at some point were listing what it didn't contain that yeah. other products had. Let me see. I think that would have been a useful ad. I wonder if it was in their blog. Yeah, I had found it. And yeah, long story short, I came across what I think was a blog post from them. And it was kind of just all about nasal inhalers, or as Lynn likes to call them, nasal sticks. <laughs> Favorite that's, name that's ever. The I know. Um, <laughs> I don't like to call it that. They're basically like, maybe it was this one, which ones to avoid. Oh, okay. um, what they are, how you use them, the benefits, all that. Mm-hmm. But there was a section on here that was, yeah, this, this is one, like an advertorial. Avoid, avoid nasal inhalers with these ingredients. And I thought that was really interesting because I agree. I think that's the sort of stuff that I would just assume you'd want to create ads all about yeah. this. It talks about there are other great products. Like they're admitting they're not unique in the sense of they have competitors, but they're talking about indirectly. But here's what to look out for in our competitors' products. If you go look at the ingredients, if you see these, here's the stuff that you might experience. Mm -hmm. So it shows them exactly what to look for, which is great. Oh, they should probably go the actual advertorial route and either have a branded site that isn't a real site except to basically push your product advertorial play or actually get this on a display network somewhere. Because what works on your site, it works better when it's not on your site, given it's an advertorial. Right. They could have a bunch of Gen Z and millennials sitting around a table comparing and talking about ingredients. And I don't know how you could do it, but there's ways to still present this info and be fun. Um, there's a lot of information that they've... Music festival information, apparently. I was just about to say they've got 13 pages of blogs, eh, whatever. So that's one thing we've talked about quite a bit <laughs> lately is pushing traffic to blog posts and how you can leverage that in your advertising, which I mean, they've got the content. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something they could be doing. Anything about allergies. I mean, you talk about geotargeting you could get, like regional stuff around Oklahoma. Man, hit me with those ads. You could target me easily during allergy season (laughs) and drive me to a post. I'm probably going to read this when we're done here just because I'm curious about it. So I think there is a lot of missed opportunity there. But again, the one thing I'm intrigued by is how little is in here. Mm -hmm. Their ad library. So, yeah. You know, the one thing we haven't talked about too much is the cohesiveness of ads, but their ad copy is a little minimal. Get yours today. It's very minimal. That's got to be retargeting though, right? Yeah. Here's a different one. Breathe happy. happy. Boom, boom. Supports nasal breathing. Over 5,000 five-star reviews. This one looks like it would be their Instagram bio. Yeah. But I mean, it tells me what I need to know in a very uh, succinct way. They're not running any Google ads to those blog posts which seems like they're only playing SEO, trying to get people to click on it for shopping gifts for under, or Christmas gifts for 2023. Right. Like Interesting. Potentially try, especially things that are more specific, like the allergies. Your blog posts, you may as well run some low intent traffic to it. But this is good to see too, is that it's not all about nasal congestion per se. They've got this blog post was the second one on there seasonal affective disorder and you know it gets into boosting moods and all that which is something they talk about on their product then it's not all just about their product too which is good very value first yeah Mm -hmm. knowing what the avatar wants and needs outside of just buy this once on the days when natural sunlight isn't an option this will awaken your senses and boost your mood and that's it that's interesting that they've got a pretty lengthy blog post here with one very subtle mention of their product. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
it'd be fun for them to do an April Fool's thing where there's a typo in the product development. And instead of a nasal stick, it was a navel stick. (laughs) (laughs) That would be an interesting one. I'd love to see the comments on that. So yeah, that was mine. I don't know that there's anything they're necessarily doing wrong. I think they're doing a lot of things right. I agree in a lot of their advertising, even some of these pictures. Yes, it demonstrates the small size of the product, but it's not really memorable. Yeah, I'm not convinced yet. I love this 1990s like style picture here. Down to the pigtails. The uh, group photo. Yeah. Early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like lots of opportunity. Obviously, they're doing things right. This one? The white lines coming off it makes it look like something else. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) Here's one thing I'm curious about. What's their YouTube look like? They don't have that video on anywhere? Well, that's that's why I was curious. Because this, how does it work? And then it says it. Yeah. Air force right. stick as you inhale. And it's like, okay, it's, there's an opportunity. Like, just run that for video views, brand awareness. Yeah. Make this a video, the whole background. Like, you clearly shot a photo on a lavender background, or actually looking at this, it's not a lavender background that's cut out, but just shoot a video on a solid background of somebody inhaling. That's a really easy. Yeah. When they have it in this video, that was it right there. Mm-hmm. That shot right yeah. there. Should Considering go how right video heavy they are on Facebook, it's surprising that they don't utilize a lot of video on their website. Oh, look at it. The more that they could be using in ads. So I guess uh, it's, re- these are reviews. They're yeah, everywhere. cool that they're using them on their YouTube. Uh, Shark Tank from four years ago. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. ask questions. There's a YouTube trick. If those live on somebody else's YouTube channel, you can run those ad, yeah. as ads for yourself. All the shorts, same sort of style. Decent views, right? Uh, yeah, some of them. I mean, this one's 56, but then 4,000, 10,000, 10,000. That's my guess. 10,000, 28. That's all UCLA. Cool. I'm glad you know that. I've never been on that campus. Oh, yeah. It's a nice campus. I, sometimes before the pandemic, I would work out of the library there because it's nice and quiet. and made me feel young or old, both. Nice. Fun. <laughs> So, Daniel, are you buying extra tough ankle deck boots? Deck ankle boots? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Amazon. Yeah. They're amazing. I need, I need some good rain boots. But also, because I'm obviously going deep sea fishing sometime soon. No, they're so cool just to like put on and go do some outside work and come back in. Like, yeah. yeah. And they're not full-on mm-hmm. rain boots, so yeah. they're not annoying. What's next? Yeah. Nude. <laughs> I was served an ad by them... Because clearly they know I'm a I'm a hairy Italian German descendant, right? <laughs> I don't know. I got served ads of this woman in yeah, like Danny, we were talking about this in construction gear with like lawnscaping, and she was like, "This is my bush," and she's like trimming this bush, talking about, and of course, it's a way to get around talking about this hair removal device. Where is it? Um, but it I, was so catchy. It. I'm like, I love this. I'm going to save this for when I'm ready to buy a device, and I want to do Here more research. Is. I've been served ads. I'm on their email list and they're just fun. Yeah. Oh my God. They're so great. I love them. All of the copies good. They've done this hook. 
this is like total like Harmon Brothers style ads. You know? Yeah. Dehairy your topiary is amazing. <laughs> oh, so many of these. To- it's this, amazing. We, we won't even talk about it, but just like if you could see the imagery oh. that, that they use in a lot what, of these. And then there was the the bearded sausage. Fruit. Yeah, the peach fuzz. Yeah, oh, sure. all the places that you can you can use it. And it started by by a man who wanted to get rid of hair on his shoulders. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Um, but this, the, uh, the thing about it, this, is a hard, this is a hard thing to advertise. You've got a medical device that potentially has FDA compliance issues. I, don't, I mean, they don't have issues, but you have to be careful about the language because it's a health and beauty device. <laughs> but that's kind of totally like topical with Barbie movie coming out, like leaning into trends. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they need to demonstrate without demonstrating. I just think that they've just done such a great job. Yeah. It's memorable. <laughs> what I was what I was telling Lynn earlier is it's almost as if they saw ad compliance in front of them, went completely around it, and then looped back to where they were and just like somehow bypassed all of it, but still are falling underneath that umbrella. Just, and they they've just been so creative with it. Yeah. I wonder if this is a good use for like ChatGPT. Like, okay, here's my product. Go through all of Facebook ad compliance and come up with ten ad ideas that's not going to fall within the compliance issues oh my gosh so they're going through hooks pain points here's the names of their products too along with the brand name are funny just like flasher nude Mm -hmm. yeah it's like they know everybody's problem aware right everybody's got hair somewhere (laughs) right yeah and they're using pain point language like they were talking about a c-section scar they were talking about tweezing hair off your boobs that's a thing they talk about all of the things that people go oh i've never heard anybody talk about this aloud i thought it was just me which makes you trust them and they show you all very good visually too though of creating the scroll stopper somebody shaving their toes like nobody talks about that nobody shows it right and they're like yeah except we do which makes them trust them like they get it to see in your feed Mm -hmm. i'm 60 but with this i look like i'm 30 they have a similar challenge of not being able to show how it works or what the immediate yep. outcome is, but they do a really clever job of demonstrating these things visually. They do. Yeah. But the other thing I'm seeing is like, they've got product demo, they've got unboxing. This is all the UGC style. Their captions are created in Instagram or something, but they have that effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're using native footage, but it, they're just sitting a good mix of everything. Mm-hmm. I'd be yep. curious to see how things are performing. They create a community. with like noodlers, I think is what they call their customers. Something very different in Oklahoma. <laughs> it wouldn't be nudist. Go catch a catfish with your hands. Noodling. So it's the shaving lander. If you look at the URL. Yep. See that? Kate, they're trying to show us shaving. So I'll just say, like, one thing I like about this is this hand is not prominent at all. But the fact that it's there shows the scale of the product. Oh. Because I feel mm-hmm. like this would be a very easy product to just throw a picture up against like an orange background or whatever. But that actually looks pretty consistent to... It's actually a pretty big device, yeah. probably. Yeah. Same size that you're seeing. So that's nice to see. That's really consistent. I guess I could have just shown you this picture next instead. Nudist. Yep. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love it. They bear it all. They lean heavily into that. Before and after. We didn't see much yeah. before and after in Facebook, which I know they frown upon. If you like getting into the weeds. 
But that's good. They're getting into skin types, hair types. Answering all of these, the questions and objections up front. Talking about the time commitment, 10 minute treatments, five to 10 minutes, 10 to 20. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you can make an informed decision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk here about sensitivity. comparison. Yeah. That's great. There's the guarantee. FDA cleared. Yeah. And see, like other brands would have leaned into that. Like, oh, it's a whole like beauty aesthetic thing of like how beautiful the device is and it's FDA cleared. And they could have gone the medical, hard medical device route and they didn't. They went more fun, UGC, honest, authentic. Yeah. Yeah. So here's their homepage. They do have some LTV increasing add ons. Yeah. And you can buy like a cream or something or like a lotion for. Yeah. Before and after. So then there's a bit more. This is almost the exact same layout as their uh, product page. Once you get down here, it's like you get a little sample of the product page. Then you get a see more button. It's not bad. That's cool. So what I'd be curious about is... Are we going to see a different page with a different hook? That's the same one. Is there a waxing? Maybe that's a tweezing. Tweezing maybe. The cactus. Yeah. Yeah. Same one. Interesting. Do you think that's on purpose? Must be working is the, well is enough. This or the solution to your problem? Well, let's see. Click shop now. Goes there. I mean, they have such a good variety. This is what I was curious about: is mm-hmm. how hard do they hit upsells? Oh yeah, it goes and through it, like and the if whole. That's the reason thing. all everything goes to just the base package or whatever you want to call it, and then it's like let's upsell you, complete the kit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you look at these kits, those are the products they're trying to upsell you. I wonder what their time to purchase is because it's not so inexpensive that you can just purchase it. Like I would think most people can't purchase it on a whim. Right. How much is it? Uh, it's like one hundred eighty nine. Yeah. Then you get forty percent off somehow. Mm-hmm. Their full package is under 300 just still cheaper than like some other ones I've seen that are three to 600 But if you... Flash now, the, pay later. <laughs> you do the 40% off, that's off this kit. I mean, that's a pretty solid mm-hmm. discount. We're soon, only 10 left. Only 10 left, guys. Damn, buy one, see if that goes down. No, I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good question, Lena. I bet they probably have... A really long buying cycle. Yeah. So, I mean, I I guess I I asked that because when we have targeted landing pages, they work really well with impulse buys. We want to give them... I mean, they work well overall, but they work especially well when it's impulse buy. We want to really hit them with targeted language and targeted benefits, testimonials, all that kind of stuff, FAQs, so that they buy now. But if this is a long cycle and somebody is going to be hit... I'm using so much verbal... Sorry, kinesthetic language. Somebody is going to see multiple hooks and see these ads for a good period of time, it may not be worth it. They may have found that this page just works best no matter the hook. I'd probably want to create some like retargeting ads that just show the pain of waxing and shaving just constantly. Are you still waxing? Are are you sure you want to do another month of this? It's been eight weeks. You could have been free of hair by now. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. That might be too personal with revealing the targeting cookies, but... Hmm. Cool. Well, I think these are pretty good fun ones. Good pulls. Agreed. Yeah. Well, we're at an hour now. So any final thoughts? The same as what I said last time. Be brave (laughs) and you're creative. What we've learned from these brands is don't be afraid to be authentic. Don't be afraid to have fun. People are looking for authenticity. People are also looking for information. So don't hold back the information that people are asking. If you don't know what your customers are asking or what their objections are, find them out, put them in your product pages and in your ads. 
Yeah. For me, while you should lean into what is working, look at uh, Boom Boom, for example, like they lean heavily into the man on the street sort of UGC to Lynn's point as well. You can't be afraid of shying away from that a little bit and testing the waters with other stuff too, because you're really limiting yourself by only doing one type of ad creative. And I mean, that's obviously a much deeper conversation we could get into, but that's a very succinct way to put it. And then the other thing that I would say is make sure you're identifying inconsistencies between ads and landing pages. So there's not some sort of switch that gets flipped between somebody clicking your ad and getting to a landing page that turns them off one way or another. Mm-hmm. And this is a really good process for everybody to go through with their brand on a consistent basis to really think through the customer journey and for each of your different personas and how you could make that journey have even less friction and smoother. And it's not so much the journey you want them to be on, it's the journey they're likely to be on and to make sure that they have everything they need for these different parts of the life cycle. Cool. Well, thank you. I imagine we'll do more of these in the future. I had a lot of fun. I'm sure it's going to be terrible in audio-only podcasting. But <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see the whole thing, head over to Tier 11's YouTube channel to see all the things we were talking about or go check out the ad library yourself for Vitruvian, Boom Boom, and Nude. And if you're looking for a agency partner to help you think through your whole funnel, uh, head over to tier11.com and we'd love to chat with you and see how we can help reduce the friction in your customer's journey. Until next time, I'm Tom Meredith. Thank you very much, Lynn and Daniel. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Customer Acquisition Show. Take the next step toward growing your customer base. Visit tier11.com and request your customized growth plan. And remember to hit the follow button so you can be notified of future episodes.